This is Three Valleys Radio coverage. Oh, what a shot that is! Of Yeovil Town Football Club, direct from Hewish Park. The heart is a blue. It's time for another Glover's Update. In this town, you're out of luck. And the reason that you had to care. All the latest news direct from Hewish Park. And you're not moving anywhere. You thought you found Including all the post-match interviews and the manager's press conference. So join us every week on Glover's Update to keep right up to date with what's happening at Hewish Park. Well, good evening and welcome to another Glover's Update. On the show tonight, we've got the manager's press conference. He's also joined by Josh Staunton. And we've also got a word with Jamie Sandals white after the uh, 1-1 draw with Maidstone. And that's exactly when we're going to start with Jamie Sandals white Jamie, thanks for joining us. I mean, just reflect on those 90 minutes there. I mean, it ends 1-1. Um, how's, it, how's it feel after that? I think there's a bit of disappointment, quite a lot of disappointment in the change room. Um, I think that's because of the standards we've set ourselves. Um, you know, I think we spoke in there as players and we said it's important not to overlook the positives. We've, we're unbeaten at home. Um, there's seven points in three games that we've, we've got at home. So, um, you know, we didn't lose today. We came back and, and we brought another late goal. <laughs> um, I think that the first half we had spells where we, we looked much better, but we didn't probably take our chances and maybe create enough chances as we should have done so um, there's disappointment but certainly we don't want to beat ourselves up too much because we know we can get back to the training ground we know the players we've got and um, it's a work in progress so we're confident that we can we can build on it and put things right yeah of course I mean back in the side this afternoon sort of a slight slight change to the back line I mean how, how is it like going back into the side after two positive results I mean as a player you want to play every game so um, you know, from a personal point of view, it's a little bit of disappointment that I wasn't playing. But the boys went and won the two games, which was the most important thing. So, to get back in the team was brilliant for me personally. And um, you know, I, I just wanted to be able to help and, and get that win today, which we which we missed out on. Your prep with the throw-ins, I mean, they're quite quite clear to see. Um, it must be nice having that in your in your locker to sort of add that different sort of angle for the attack really is it? Yeah I think long throw-ins are so hard to defend against um, so you know it's nice to be able to, to add that to the team and I'm sure what you saw today there was one that I thought from where I was it looked like it was over the line um, so you know it's, it's another threat that we've got um, but again I think we can we can improve bits in our open play um, that, that will help and we maybe might not rely on the, the long throw as much. Yeah of course I mean the goal conceded um, 
from a corner. I mean, was it a frustrating one for you as a defence to, to concede there? Sort of, yeah, of course. I think we'll have to look at that back and, and try and assess what went on there. But um, on the whole, they, they had no chances. I don't recall any other chance that they had today um, other than that one goal. And that's probably where we need to be more clinical as a team to put our chances away so that when, when we concede, if we concede one like that, that it, we're not on the back foot and we're chasing the game again. Um, but I think that, you know, we... we pushed and I think that it would have been extremely unfair to have not at least got a point like we did but I think that if you reflect on the whole game I'm, I'm sure that we probably deserved the three points. Yeah, because, I mean, having, having had experience in this league last year, do you sort of look at them, I mean I'm sure there's results today that you wouldn't expect to happen, is it a case of trying to get results like, you know, not a draw today but, you know, on the scheme of things when you look back it may be a really good result compared to sort of, I don't know, Western lost today, Worthing lost today, we both yeah, of course. Is I think you you'll get an idea after ten games, like most leagues, you get an idea after ten games where everyone's at. Um, but like I said, I think it's important that we take the positive from today that we're unbeaten at home and we've got seven points from three games. So um, you know we we've got another home game coming up on Saturday, and hopefully we can we can keep that um, home run going and we can uh, put some things right in training this week and go again on Saturday. You started with the three of you at the back, you Josh and uh, Jake Wannell. Um you made an adjustment sort of after the changes happened. How is it gelling with the three of them and sort of making that defensive unit so strong? Yeah, it's, it's, it's been brilliant. You know, you've got Staunch there who's just a, a leader. Um, he's got so much experience um, and, and he's brilliant to play against. You've got Wans as well, that, you know, experienced boy at the level um, and, and obviously Morgs as well on the other side. So it's been absolutely fine. You've got Wits on the left as well. So we've got a lot of experience there. So um, it, it's, it's been easy to gel. I just think we need to get those little details right um, where, where it can make us much, much better. Just word on the, the crowd today, not quite the 3,000 of the previous two, but still still there in full voice. I mean, what's it like to be playing in front of a crowd like that in Jewish Park? Oh, it's brilliant. It's brilliant. You know, th this club, I've said it before, is is far too big for this level. Um, and you see it with the with the stadium, the, the pitch, the, the fans. Um, and, and it's brilliant. And they when they get going, they can really push us on so um, you know we're very thankful for that as players and hopefully that the attendances can build um, and we can we can push on Brilliant. and now it's time to hear from Josh Staunton so Josh um, firstly how are you feeling ahead of uh, two games in three days um, yeah it's a bit of a different one for me I won't know I won't be playing on, on Monday but it's it's a good opportunity for us uh, we have the squad to be able to rotate which is is always crucial um, might give us an edge over some teams in the league with with the quality we have in depth. But it's a good opportunity for us to hopefully go back to back and really stake our claim and, and, and get right of the league. Yeah, and it must have been very different for you at the tail end of last season, sort of captaining a, um, a bit of a losing side. What is it like in these last three games, having been unbeaten and, you know, sort of changed the end of that? You're captaining a winning side now. How does that feel? Yeah, it's, um, it's, it's a different challenge. It's... it's uh, much rather be dealing with this situation than last year, but uh, everything puts its own challenges up. Do you know what I mean? It's uh, we've we've been more focused on on the things we haven't done as a group and and how we can build and 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 about trying to build some momentum and and confidence really and and, and keep us on a level playing field, never too high when we win and 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 don't feel like the world's going to end when we lose or, or draw. So it's been a it's been a different challenge, but every every game is a different challenge, and, and we're. Um, we're trying to build as a group, so it's kind of like a work in motion. Yeah. 
must be a bit of a challenge as well for for some of the fans and the the support. How are you? How how do you feel that that has been? And you know, a new league. Obviously, some fans obviously like tail end of last season, getting a bit fed up. Uh, you know, you're on a bit of a winning run now. So, how do you think the fans and the support? Um, has helped you and the players personally. Yeah, I think I think the fans have turned out in, in their numbers and it's been brilliant. And hopefully, throughout the season, we'll give them plenty of reasons to come back. And and those who have stayed away, still will hopefully entice them in. It's 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 an exciting part of part to be a thing to be a part of. Um, there's been I think the fans are probably a bit uh, a bit anxious when we're when we're when we're not not ahead and understandably so and and uh, I think it's going to take a bit of time for us to kind of get used to a position in in the league and and come to terms with the fact that we're going to have to be probably a bit more patient in terms of the way teams are going to set up against us makes it a bit more difficult and but I think I think it's clear to see we're all in it together I think uh us as one big community now look to be focusing and trying to do things in the right way on and off the pitch and long may it continue and 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 hopefully we'll give them something to cheer about, and and we understand our shortcomings in the first four games. We're we're by no means a finished product, and um, yeah, we look just look forward, and and it's about looking ahead, really, isn't it? And 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 I think the longer the club can do that, rather than focusing on kind of looking over its shoulder, which has been the case for several years, it's it's nice to be able to try and just focus on the football and and look forward to what's ahead. Yeah, yeah, and and focusing on the football. When you play a team like Maidstone, similar to yourself, obviously coming down, do you notice a difference with playing a team like a full-time outfit compared to a part-time outfit, say against Truro or something like that? Um, not right now. I don't think. I think the first eight to twelve games of the season is kind of they're always a bit cagey, and 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 I always say like trying to explain to was no one really has any respect for each other at the moment. Everyone, you kind of look at people in the league, and everyone goes, oh, it's just." They just had a good start, or there's a false position, blah, blah blah. Whereas when you're the season settled down a bit, you're 12 games in. People who are down the bottom of the table come to the top of the table with a bit more respect, and and there'll be, you look for a point. Whereas first 10 games is kind of every everyone's just just trying to get off to a flyer. So um, I, I don't think initially we, we you notice that you notice a difference maybe in terms of fitness, just that repetitiveness of of doing things day in day out, but. Uh, no, there's there's some good players, and and just because someone's a part-time footballer doesn't mean they're they're technically any better, any worse or better. It just situation dictates really, and um, the differences haven't been haven't been clear. But I think it's a case of the latter part of the game is probably where you we will notice things, especially as the season drags on and and the the nights draw in and 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 the days get shorter and shorter and and a bit of fatigue sets in. I think that's when you'll probably notice the yeah. the difference more and more. I'd say. Yeah, and with that, you know, there's are some part-time teams in this league. There are some full-time teams in this in this league. Is it a different thing to scout for? I guess part-time teams because resources may be less in comparison to like the national league, for example. Yeah, I think so. I think um, the the resource is completely different. At, throughout isn't it this league I think the disparity between top and bottom is probably quite large and 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 it does it it makes the manager's job difficult on sometimes on a Saturday because when you're not 100% sure on each player or the database isn't so accurate um, but I think we're in a position in this league where we you'd like to think we can try and implement our game on on everyone ourselves and and by doing so we we can almost not eradicate their threats because that's 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 disrespectful. But 
try and nullify their their threats by by imposing ourselves on the game. Um, it's it's a kind of a, like a lesson. It's a, it's a learning lesson for myself and players and management who haven't been at this level. It's it's definitely a different uh, different kind of feel to it than than even the national league. But that's that's not in a disrespectful way. That's just in terms of the the attention to detail probably. And, and as you say, that like database of knowing the players and and the in depth analysis which which teams in the level above can can afford to spend money on and, and time on where where when when teams are part time with small budget they have to prioritise and that's completely understandable but we just hope we don't leave ourselves it, uh, any shortcomings throughout the season and the staff are doing all they can to to, uh, to make sure we, we know as much detail about everyone we're playing against and treat every game like, like it were a yeah. big one, yeah. And and with that being said, what have you learned? What research has been done about Tombridge Angels and about having a Waterlooville? <laughs> I can't tell the secrets. Um, no, I think we we understand how they play and and what they're likely to do. As I say, the first ten games it is difficult, yeah. and I think first we've only played four games this season. Teams, other teams are still finding their their perfect philosophy and their perfect shape and way to play. So you can you can really really spend hours and hours digging in the first four games, and then they could come out and put a completely different team out or completely change away because it hasn't worked for the first four games but we know we have a rough rough idea of what what they're going to come and do and what we're going to face on Monday um, but it's down to us really to as I said earlier to implement ourselves on the game which we probably haven't we've been guilty of we've been we've had to we've forced too many changes so far early in the season um, but hopefully we can go about our job and 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 it kind of <coughs> takes that out the window really if we if we do our bit right it makes the job a lot easier yeah you can only do your bit right i suppose i though. think that's yeah i think that's the the best way of focus on it for the first definitely for the, till the season settles down a bit yeah sure all right go well josh Thanks. thank you mate cheers thank you josh um how are you feeling good thanks how do you good yeah <laughs> um how are you finding you know the, the drop to this league i mean it, it, in terms of percentages obviously as you say some of them are part-time some of them are are you, are you noticing much of a difference between the two leagues? Um, no, no the, there's there's some sometimes there's big differences. Sometimes there's there's not really. I think we'll probably notice it a bit more when we have a few more away games. So far, we play one away, um, four at home, uh, three at home, and we so all the time we're in at Hewish Park. There's probably not a great deal of noticeable difference in terms of teams come here up their game as because it's a lovely place to come and and we kind of are in our bubble of of our dressing rooms our pitch um it's it's not it's, well, it's above national league standards so so you don't really notice any difference i think the the eye opener will probably be when we when we go away to some grounds which which aren't we won't be so fortunate with facilities and pitches um that's probably when you'll notice notice a difference but look that's in you as a character we have to find a way to get it done even when the the environment doesn't dictate to be perfect, and and where we're probably it's not going to be as good as as this. We're very fortunate in the position we're in. We we've got the facilities way above the league. Uh, the as I said, the p- disparity between players isn't isn't a huge amount. I think tactically, the time on the pitch 
time on the training ground will, will start to show in the latter part of the season uh, when injuries and things kick in and depth of squad comes in but so far all our home games have, have, when we've got three and a half thousand here it feels like a National League game and we just kind of have to get used to being at the level and, and respecting the level and we're all only as good as the level we play aren't we so um, look, we, we've got to make the most of it. Do you feel the squad's you know gelling together now you've had four games and you know only lost one so that's that's a good sign already um, but I mean do you feel you're sort of gelling into a, a really really threatening squad now? Yeah I think I think we're we're making steps in the right direction I thought the th first half on sat on uh, Saturday was was a progression I thought we um implemented what some of what we wanted to do and, and kind of understanding a bit more each player's movements and where people need to be on the pitch. Um, I think it's going to take time. It, it will take time because and we're making the manager's lives harder than it should be because we're not implementing ourselves as we should do really and we've had to change shape a lot of time. Um, and that's the players on the pitch responsibility in terms of sticking to the plan and and doing what's expected of us, but look, I've, I, I, the, in terms of personality-wise, the group is very good. Um, I feel like we're going in the right right direction when we have a performance which doesn't quite represent what we want to be. It, regardless of the result, we're very honest with each other and strive for better. Um, it's not a case of oh, let's just paper over the cracks with a two-one win on Tuesday night. We we understand we need to be better in certain aspects and implement ourselves on a more further up the pitch I think that's clear to see uh, more penetrating passes and, and be a bit braver in that final third and, and we've been working hard to, to make sure we rectify that and, and get ourselves ready for the upcoming games Do you personally get angry when, when you concede a sloppy goal? Um, yeah I'd get a bit angry but um, I don't think anger really solves anything for anyone I think especially when you're more of a leader in the group you have to kind of give someone a 10 off when they need it uh, but I think calmness resonates through the group and look you go through periods and, and we'll learn that as a team individual players will learn that where sometimes in your career you have a period of five six games where every single mistake you, you make seems to concede a goal or and then you might it completely swings and you make a horrible mistake and they miss a target it's kind of swings and roundabouts so you're saying isn't it but I think the most important thing is while we're going through that period where every single mistake seems to be punished, we, we haven't lost. We could have easily come off the other side of it and we could have uh, capitulated as a group and really not got off to the start we wanted to get to, really. We're, we're just below, I think you want to average really two points a game if you're going to be successful. We're just slightly below that, but after four games it was important. We just kind of got the ball rolling and, and uh, yeah, I don't think it's worth... Obviously, there's a time and place to get angry, and if someone is telling off, but I don't think it's worth um, completely throwing toys out the pram over a lot of the time. People understand they've, if they've made a mistake, or we definitely understand as a unit. So it's it's kind of each person reacts differently to it, um, trying to remain, remain calm. And, and I think if we were out there getting angry, screaming at each other, we wouldn't have been in a position to turn the games around. So it's um, yeah, it's, it's it's kind of one of those periods now, and we'll come out the other side of it definitely. I mean, when you look at it, you've, you've played four. To come back and, and be unbeaten after that first defeat, is, 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 you know, shows a lot about because you didn't let that get you down too much, and it could have. 
because everybody was so hyped up for that Hempstead game, sort of, you know, the sense of, oh, God, we've lost again kind of thing. So you've done well, really, to come back from that, I think, as a team. Um, and, you know, long may it continue. But um, we, we've talked about it a lot, your, your um, problems with plastic pitches. Um, do you think that's going to be, from a point of view of consistency of, of your performance, not the team, just you, the fact that you can have a few games off must be good from a point of view of small, niggly little injuries that you might pick up. On the other hand, is it, is it going to disrupt your sort of flow, your consistency, do you think? Um, it's, it's, it's not ideal, is it? But I think, I think the problem I have with my knee, I think it, the rest will probably do me better in terms of the, the non-weight, the, taking the weight load out of it rather than pounding it every week regardless I think I think I have to understand if I if I want to continue playing I have to kind of manage myself a bit anyway so missing six games a season will probably save me in the long run um, as hard as it is and as disappointing as it is and I think it's um, it's down to you as a, me as a character isn't it I think I've got to make sure I do everything right in the week just because I won't be playing on that on that game it doesn't mean I can just down tools and kind of just wait for the next one it's, it's it's still competition for places I've got to then prove myself to get back in the team the next week if, I, if that's if we have a good result so it's a really different challenge um, I think ultimately it's it's unfortunate it's one I kind of have to miss I, have, I don't ever I'd love to be able to play and but in terms of the Saturday Monday it kind of makes it easier it definitely makes it easier knowing that you, you you're not going to play on the Monday um, but yeah, it's. Uh, I think I'm still kind of I'll hit. Still kind of getting going after a very cautious pre-season. So there's still plenty more to come from me personally, and um, yeah, the breaks will will ensure I'm at a standard I and and at a, play to a standard I'm I'm happy with, and and hopefully don't get in a position I was in last week last year where I was probably just about being wheeled out onto the pitch. <laughs> So yeah, unfortunately, missing seven games might give me an extra few years. Hopefully, so yeah, we'll see. Well, best of luck on Saturday, anyway. Thank and, you. And Monday. Yeah, yeah. Cheers. Yeah. So, Mark, um, firstly, how's the team doing out of the weekend? Yeah, all good. Ready for training and uh, getting prepared for for another tough game on Saturday. Yeah, sure. And what's it been like managing the players ahead of two games in three days? Precisely that, trying to manage and, and make sure. I think the idea is that we want to be fresh in both games. You know, we've we've got 16, 17 players that we can all use. We can use. Um, so yeah, but I think the most important thing is winning the next game, and uh, and that's what we're we're trying to target is to to win the next game, and then we'll deal with the rest after that. Yeah, and you've said. We're not right. We've got the boys on the bench that are desperate to play. That's what you said to Sheridan post uh, Maidstone. Um, who are those boys? And I guess we're going to see them on Saturday and Monday. Well, the boys that are on the bench are the ones that obviously didn't start. So it doesn't take too much working up. That's not just forwards. It's, the, it's throughout the team. You know, when you talk about being better in the final third, that just doesn't mean the forwards. We're, you know, we, they could probably say they're not getting enough service. Uh, from from the wide areas or, or whatever, so it's just been a little bit really fine tweaking and making sure that if you've not been in the team, you're ready to play. And um, if I was a player and I wasn't in the team, I'd be looking at the weekend thinking it's a big chance I'm going to get some minutes and uh, I need to be ready to take that opportunity when it comes. Yeah, I suppose with Josh Thornton and Jake Hyde like not playing Monday, that 
gives an opportunity to you know both a, a forward and a, and a centre back to play. That's right. Well, you know we we're not ruling Jake Hyde out of that yet. He's okay. obviously he's definitely Josh because of his you know his his knee. But yeah. um, but like I say, I think if you've got if you've got six or seven good players that haven't played on Saturday, and you've got an opportunity to freshen the team up, what forty hours later, it probably makes sense to do that. Yeah, definitely. Um, and I suppose seven points in the last uh, three games, and you've got three and a half thousand coming back every weekend to Hewish Park. How how have the fans, and how crucial has that been um, to have a run of home games, and you know, fans, I suppose, get you over the line. Yeah, you know, four home games. If we can get a positive result on Saturday, that'd be a good return for us. And um, you know, if you if you can achieve two points a game at the end of the season, you usually win the league. So um, that's the kind of thing we we want to try and target. But it's about the performances first and foremost. The fans, the fans have been great. They've they've on the whole backed the team. And listen, the most. The, diff the most difficult thing for a fan to do is be positive all of the time because you, when you've been a fan of a club, you you'll, you can be negative, and I, I understand that. And but the more they can get behind the players and be positive, the more positive outcome they'll get from the team. And um, when it's not going well, get behind them, keep behind them, and, and and that's what we need. We need to be players, fans, staff, everybody together to achieve and get this club back where we where we need to be. Definitely. Um, I suppose have your attacking players um, stepped up potentially in, in training, knowing that obviously goals is the, the thing that, that Yeovil need? Like I said before, it's not just about um, the forwards. We have to service them as well. We have to get goals from attacking midfield players. They have to chip in with goals. And we, we have to score more from set pieces. So as, as a unit, we've got to do more at the top end of the pitch. We yeah. know that. And and do you know with with the three three games seven points? Do you think the the run of form has also been something to to I guess have your players step up a little bit in training and give that give that extra ten percent? Well, I think if you're taking seven points from from every three games, you're on target. Yeah. So if we do that over the season, you probably win the league. So we have to keep listen. We have to keep perspective. And like I said before, it, we've got a lot of new players. Rome wasn't built in a day, but we're heading in the right way. We're, we're getting enough points, and you know I could throw that back and say if we'd have got over the line last Saturday, we'd have been top of the league. Yeah. So we're one win from being top of the league. So we just got to be calm. Everybody's got to be together, focused, and um, and we'll be fine. Yeah. Um, do you notice a difference with playing a full-time team like Maidstone, for example, like you know, like yourself came down from from last season? to a part-time team like Truro or Western or Taunton or something like that? I think a lot of these teams don't do loads less training than we do because they will do, say, a Tuesday and a Thursday night and maybe a Monday morning. Yeah. So they're probably only getting one session less than, than us. So it's a bit of a misconception, I think, that part-time, full-time players now that are at part-time teams go and keep themselves fit, gym and all of that. So there's... If you did a fitness test between a part-time and full-time player, there wouldn't be loads in it. Right. But it's probably just those fine details of sharpness that you, you can probably get maybe late on in a game, as you saw in the last two home games where we've nailed late goals. Mm. Yeah, sure. I suppose that's what Josh was saying earlier, is that that, that final 20 minutes, I think, is, is the difference between 
for example, you guys and you know potentially a team like Tombridge or uh, or haven't. I think I think we're always thinking and expecting to score late on because we that, that comes from a, a mentality that comes from a no excuse that comes whatever it takes. And we've tried to breed that over the over the summer and, and the players we've we've brought to the club that we have to have that mentality that if we have to go right to the end we have to go and and that's born fruit in the last few games. Yeah, sure. You have done that in the, in the mm. last couple of games. So, thanks, Mark. Go well at the weekend. Pleasure. Thank you very much. Mark, four games in, how do you feel? I mean, do you feel satisfied, pleased, average, you know? I don't. And no manager will ever tell you he's satisfied. I no. think there's always room for improvement. And, of course, we need... We can be better. We, we can be better. Of course we can. But we're not in a bad place. We're two points off the top. We sat nicely. If we get a positive result Saturday, we're on target for two points a game, which, like I said, usually wins you the league. Um, I'm content, but I know that there's room for improvement. And I think the biggest thing is we know where the improvement needs to come. Um, and, I, and I truly believe that, that that will come very, very soon. There seems to be a lot of emphasis on the substance in the context that, you know, they've come on late and in... in I don't know if it's every game, it probably is, isn't it? You've come come back and either scored an equaliser or, or won the game. Um, are you not tempted to play them from the start regularly if they're constantly doing that sort of job? Yeah. Well, I think now, when if you're a sub now, you know usually if you're coming on with 20 minutes to go, you're getting an extra 10 minutes now with the, with the new added, ti added time. So you're playing a third of the game. Yeah. So that's a big chunk to contribute towards. Um and we've made subs quite early in the games. I think it was 60 minutes, bang on 60 minutes, or just over the, on Saturday that we made the subs. So those subs played nearly half. So they played as much as the boys that came off, more or less. So, of course, if, if, if there's a sub that keeps coming on and doing well, then they have to be at the front of your mind to start. But that player might be at the stage of his career where he's got to build into 30 minutes... 30 minutes, 60 minutes, and build him up rather than, right, I've come on, I've done well. And at the start of the game, everything's tight. There's no space to run into if you're a forward. And and you don't do as well. And people say, well, I need to put him back on the bench. So usually when you bring subs on, the game is more stretched and there's more space. And that's usually why they have more of a of an impact. Is fitness an issue as well in, in, in as much that the teams are getting tired um, by the time you bring the subs on? There could be a variety of things. Could be our mentality. Could be our desire to keep going. Could be the tiredness. I'm in the opposition. Yeah, could yeah. be a tiredness with the opposition that we tire them out the way we play. And yeah. some people say it's boring at times, but it could be the reason why we score late goals. Mm. Time yeah, will definitely, tell. Definitely. Um, but overall, you must be, you know, pretty pretty satisfied in in the context that we're sixth place. And I'm frustrated. Said, I'm frustrated because we should have. Well, Hemel, we should never lost the game. Yeah. Um, there was nothing in that game. We didn't play well, but we didn't deserve to lose. Um, and I thought we should have won the game on Saturday against Maidstone. So there's more points for us there. Maybe we could have had a couple more points. And if we are, if we had, we're top of the league. Yeah. But if my auntie had a pair of what's-its, you know, she'd be, she yeah. wouldn't be my auntie, would she? Yeah. So yeah. we have to take what, what we've got. But we have to strive to be better, and we know we know we've got to be better. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
injuries for Saturday? Anything? Any problems or not? No, no injuries. Just Jordan Stevens doing his last little bit of rehab, but he's not far away now, and he'll, he'll be a massive like um, asset to us to have him back on the pitch because of his. He's got ridiculously. Yeah, you know, he's, he's quick, rapidly quick, and um, and that's something that's really difficult to defend against. Yeah, yeah, quite. Well, good luck for Saturday. Just one other question: um, Somerset Premier Cup games being switched from home to away. Any reason for that? Trying to protect our pitch. Right. We've had four home games in the week, uh, two weeks. Yeah. We're back at home next Saturday after this Saturday, so we want to give the groundsman a chance to to make sure our pitch is really strong. For, for the whole of the season and um, thought it made sense. Okay, no, that's fair enough. Appreciate that. Oh, one other question, just ah. once I think of it. Has the extra time situation had any bearing so far from your point of view? Well, I just mentioned there, the subs are getting longer, longer um, minutes. Um, do, you, do you mean in terms of the players realising that they can't time waste? We're not really a team that we're time-wasting because we always seem to be trying to get a goal late on. So we're trying to get the ball in play as much as possible. Uh, Maidstone tried to slow the game down. Um, I thought there should have been more time added in the first half last week and more time in the second half. But it's something that will take time to get used to. The longer the game, the better for us, I think, because we seem to be getting stronger the, the longer the game goes. Do you think it's something that will fade away eventually? I mean, they, they always start these new initiatives, don't they? And everyone gets worked up about it. But, uh... Well, either the players will stop doing the little bits and pieces that they do, kicking the ball away, or um, or they'll just keep having the time. And I think it'll I think it'll get to a level where it's in between. Instead of twelve minutes, there might be six or seven, yeah, yeah. and it do it like. That. But but you know, I'm not, I'm, I watch loads of football, and and we're getting all these. Bits we're booking somebody for tapping the ball away two yards, but there's a blatant penalty at Man United v Wolves where the goalkeeper takes the centre forward, centre forward's head off, yeah. and they can't award a penalty. So you can yeah. talk as much as you like about celebrating a goal, and we're going to add five seconds on, or tapping the ball away, and we're going to book you twice and send you off. But if you don't get the big decisions right when you've got people sat in the studio behind watching it, there you are, you'll never get the credibility. And not just watching it, watching it again and again and again. You'll never ever get the buy-in completely. Until they get that, then I think they'll... Listen, the referee's job is the hardest job mm. because he's... And we need to give them some space to work and we need to lay off and give them opportunities. They're going to make mistakes. We have to realise that referees are going to make mistakes because they're human and we have to give them that space to, to try and be better. But in the Premier League, when they've got VAR, there can't be any mistake. Join us again next Tuesday for another Glover's Update. The heart is a bloom Shoots up through the stony ground There's no room Space to win in this town.